This episode is brought to you by 9AM Health. 9AM Health, diabetes care that fits your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Healing in Hindsight. Keeping it moving with the guest interviews, the unscripted episodes. And we're at the finish line, guys. That's right. I decided to make the season finale the ultimate interview, in my opinion, with my very own dad. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard throughout the season that my dad has probably been mentioned more times than I could probably count. Um, And it's because he's been a big part of my diabetic journey from, you know, the year before I was diagnosed to the day I left my doctor's office, I was talking to him. So I thought it was only fair that I brought him on because there's one perspective that he would share, you know, light on that I, I couldn't relate to. And that's what diabetes is like for a man. So I wanted to have him come on and share the perspective for all my guy listeners out there. Yeah, I don't forget about y'all. You thought this was just nothing but a girly podcast, huh? But I just wanted to make sure that you had some perspective for yourself because it doesn't just affect women. It affects men, too. Um, hopefully you guys get a lot of insight out of this. My dad has a way with words. Um, part of the reason why I feel like I'm such a good trainer facilitator because I learned it from him. He has a way of sharing information in ways that is easy to digest, um, hella funny, and you know, it's just so relatable. So I really hope you get some enjoyment out of this. Welcome to the season finale with me and my dad. Enjoy. Sweet. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Sweet. You know, you ever uh, you ever start the day out doing something really productive and then you're already tired because you've done your productivity for the day and you still have like eight, nine hours of stuff that you need to do? Yeah, it reminds me of um, of that logo or that tagline from back in the day. I think it was the army. We do more by 6 a.m. than most people do all day, right? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. Um, I decided to clean my balcony this morning. Wow. Um, and yeah, sun. Sun is real. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it will drain you. It will drain it's, you. <laughs> it has drained me and it's not even 11 o'clock yet. Right. That's right. fun. Well, thanks for hopping on. Um, for those who don't know, um, you should uh, if you were listening to the episodes in order, uh, but I won't hate you for that. Uh, so I have Tony Turner, a.k.a. my dad the one and only, uh, who has decided to join us today. Um, in my early episodes, I always mention him. So I figured it would be helpful to have him come on since he also has uh, direct experience with being a type 2 diabetic. Um, but he has a perspective that I don't know, and that's being a guy. I remember you used to give me some advice. You were the first person that I talked to on the way home uh, after I got diagnosed. And there were some things where I'm like, cool, I don't experience any of this, but good looking out. (laughs) So (laughs) I figured it would be fair for any of the other male listeners to uh, kind of get the guy side of things because I'd I'd prefer to have direct source versus uh, I think this is what happens. Um, 
So before we get into that, just would like for you to introduce yourself. I mean, I know who you are, obviously, but uh, for those who don't, um, who is Tony and what do you do? Uh, Tony is, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I have to say this is this is pretty cool. Uh, I have the benefit of looking at your picture on my desk here. And the pictures that I have on my desk are Little Taylor, right? <laughs> and uh, now to, you know, years and years later to have uh, Big Taylor um, hosting a show and me being on that show, coolness. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. I'm digging that. Uh, who is Tony? Uh, you know, most people uh, answer their uh, who am I by what they do. Uh, and I, I'll touch that a little bit, uh, but I think um, I, I'll, I'll address it more from um, uh, what I think I am and what I want to be. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, what I think I am is a relational uh, person or re relational male, since this is about about the dudes uh, <laughs> with a God given purpose um, that I carry out through various roles. Um, you know, I'm a son, I'm a friend, uh, I am a bandmate every now and then I'm a church <laughs> member. I'm a husband, I'm a father. Um, I am aspiring, a songwriter. Uh, I'm an employee. So, um, Tony is the guy who tries to carry out that, uh, relational, um, God-given purpose through those various roles. Now, uh, who am I? Uh, I'll answer this from the standpoint of uh, what I want. I think about songs a lot. I love communications. I love messaging. And uh, if I could say, you know, if there's one thing I wanted to do before I kick the bucket, uh, that is I would love to write a song that gets major coverage, right? Mm -hmm. That many, many people will hear and it will positively, you know, impact, uplift, um, you know, just something that will, even if it's nothing other than just humming throughout the day, right? Okay. Uh, if I could do that, Tony is a happy person. <laughs> Tony's a very happy person with anything music related. Yes, um, so one thing that I'm going to point out, which we can uh, talk about later, um, but my dad uh, owns and runs uh, his own studio, if you will, called Eight Studios. Um, so uh, I will ensure to include all of that information um, in the show notes later on. Um, and we'll touch a little bit more about that uh, towards the end. Um, so now that we know a little bit more about you, um, something I've just been asking everybody because it's been uh, a little crazy. By the way, feel free to speak your mind in whatever verbiage that is. Everyone is allowed to have free thought here. Um, <laughs> I am not a stranger to cursing. You know that. <laughs> but so this is a safe there, place. Thank you. You know, uh, <laughs> parental advisory warrant, you know, all that's up there. But um, I'm curious to know how 2020 has been for you so far. Uh, you know, um, it, it's been interesting. And um, uh, let me do what is a stereotypically uh, male thing. And, and let me try and compartmentalize that. Uh, let me put that in buckets, right? <laughs> okay. So bucket one, uh, we'll, we'll do health, right? Uh, I would say for 2020, I've been well maintained. Uh, mm. Or maybe I would use another M word, which we'll get into later, is well medicated. Um, right. 
then from an economic perspective, um, you know, been, been blessed, been protected, been, been covered. You know, I have family members who, uh, unfortunately have, um, you know, been laid off because of all of this stuff that's going on. You know, the economy's yeah. not just great. Right. Um, uh, but we haven't missed a beat, uh, and whether we needed to push back from the table, uh, for a meal or not, <laughs> we haven't had to push back because we didn't have any provision. So, uh, you know, really good from that perspective, from a, from a spiritual perspective, that one's a, a little, uh, I don't know if strange is the right word, but just one of those things that makes you go, hmm. So I, I get master's level teaching uh, every Sunday. Um, you know, I go to the Potter's house and Bishop Jakes, when when he uh, teaches and preaches, it's it's next level, right? So I'm, I'm getting right. really, really rich spiritual food. Uh, so I feel like I'm in the know from a spiritual perspective, um, but from an actual application perspective, I'm kind of in the react mode versus the assertive mode. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the country uh, right now, uh, specifically in the U.S. that uh, uh, I'll use a light word and I'll say tweaked. Uh, that that <laughs> yeah. ain't that ain't the right. You know, that don't explain how we feel. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. 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 Uh, and, and let me be clear uh, when I say how we feel. Uh, I'm talking about black people. Right. right. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a tough year. Not that it's anything new. You know, we've been uh, experiencing um, hatred like this for many, 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 many years for for as long as we've been here. Right. Right. Um, And so, you know, again, that that's uh, made things a little strange from a spiritual perspective. Then the last bucket uh, will be music. And I have to say, surprisingly, the music front has been really good. Um, One of the um, byproducts of being at home. Uh, is that I'm sitting in front of my gear. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm doing work, but my my keyboard's right back there. My bass is right over there. So, uh, you know, I just heard this little beat. Let me go ahead and put that down right quick, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I've been able to, uh, you know, do some music. And so from that perspective, 2020 uh, has been really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. The the combination of your house kind of turning into all of the things that you usually go outward for gives you kind of that strange, um, I feel like an aha moment of like, you know, had I just been at home this entire time, I could have gotten so much more done because the hustle and bustle of like, wake up, sit in traffic, beat traffic, whatever version of traffic you got to deal with. Sure, right? sure, sure. Um, and then deal with the crazies at work. Uh, cause someone always has to try at work at least once. And then same <laughs> thing, come back home, be traffic, sit in traffic, whichever person you get to. Right, right. Um, and then it's like, have energy for your passion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely agree that being at home has made it easier to transition. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes even distract of like, oh man, I could be doing this all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need to get to a point where I can do this all the time because I need to focus on the on the, the one that pays the bills until I can pay my own bills. Sure, <laughs> so, sure, sure, sure. So I definitely feel that 2020 has been a an, an odd pause, but I feel like any growth that you go through never really waits for the perfect moment for you to like have a moment to collect your life. So, sure, 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 sure. Um, so I get that. Cool. So, um, I'd like to jump into something that I'm actually, this will be very new for me. And I didn't realize we've never talked about it. Yeah. Um, which is when you were diagnosed. Yeah. Um, so for everybody listening, both of my parents are type two diabetics, uh, but my mom was first. Um, and then 
I just knew that one day you were taking meds and that was it. I didn't really know. Like, I didn't expect it to be this huge announcement of, hey, guys, guess what? I came home with the new thing. Yeah, right, diabetes. Right. You know, like, never that. It's the new but luggage. I remember, yeah, I just remember you, you taking medication for it. And you're like, yeah, dude, I got diabetes. I'm like, well, when the hell did that happen? Like, you know, right, so right, right. I, w- I would like to know what um what led up to your diagnosis because i know we talked about symptoms sure um the year prior when i was uh, the year before i was diagnosed i had asked you what to expect yeah yeah. Um, and i did experience some of those things but i'm curious if you had any of the kind of normal symptoms up to it and then what your diagnosis was like as well as medication that she started taking um at the very beginning yeah yeah so uh you know this but for everybody else i'm i'm a 30 plus year uh corporate america guy i've been in it uh, for as long as I can remember. And one of the things that not just IT, but all corporations uh, try to do is they try and limit the amount of spending on healthcare, right? So they're required to subsidize your, uh, your healthcare and they try and cut down on that cost. And one of the ways that they do that is by introducing programs to keep you healthy, or to monitor your health, because if you don't get sick, they're not having to pay extra, right? Right. And so for me, there was nothing wrong. I was not aware of any kind of problem, nothing. I was just going along, getting along. And then they had a health fair where at this health fair, you could get discounts to, uh, you know, gym memberships. You could get these points for like buying electronics and stuff like that. So I went to the health fair to score points, right? <laughs> I, I did not go there for any kind of... Uh, Give us free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like free stuff. So um, then while at the uh, health fair, really afterwards, you know, they went through, they did blood tests, they did all kinds of things, right? And came back and said, you are pre-diabetic, right? Mm. And so I was like, mm, okay. And so <laughs> went to the doctor, right? And when I went to the doctor, um, you know, he confirmed, yes, you're pre-diabetic. And we're going to, um, you know, send you to a dietitian. Mm. And we're going to, um, you know, give you some some meds that, that you need to take. And... Right. Uh, he, my doctor uses a lot, a lot of analogies, but in that initial, uh, consultation, there weren't really a lot of, uh, analogies. So I really didn't, I didn't quite get it. I knew that from your mom that, um, you know, there was some, some drama associated with, um, uh, the diagnosis, but I really didn't know what it was. And because I didn't feel anything, mm-hmm. um, I, I really didn't think that much about it. Right. Right. So then they give me uh, three, actually four drugs, right? Uh, for cholesterol, they put me on Crestor. And I mm-hmm. did not know at the time that it was the strongest statin drug uh, on the market at the time, uh, mm-hmm. which was surprising in talking with my sister. She's like, well, if you're pre-diabetic, why would they put you on the strongest statin drug that there is? I don't know. Now- can you explain what you what what a statin drug is? Yes. Or like what that means? Yeah. So um, anything that ends in the name statin, simvastatin, ro- rovastatin, right? Those are all drugs that are supposed to help uh, lower your cholesterol. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, they they try and prevent, for lack of a better term, your your pipes pipes getting rusted and clogged. So your mm-hmm. arteries and stuff like that, uh, they can get plaque in them, right? Uh, and so these statin drugs, uh, you know, try and do those two things. They try and bring down your uh, cholesterol levels or your bad cholesterol levels, uh, and they try and make sure that your uh, arteries and everything are are clean, that they don't build up that uh, that plaque, right? Okay. Okay. So if, if I'm following, um, you were in this like pre-diabetic phase yeah. and then um, along with trying to help treat your diagnosis for pre-diabetes, they throw you on the strongest cholesterol lowering drug. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. At least at the time. At the time. Right. And And know that at this point, I'm not clued in. I'm just kind of doing the go along, get along thing. Right. Because I'm assuming doctor knows best. Right. Right. Uh, So in addition to the uh, statin drug for cholesterol, they gave me two drugs to address sugar or lower my sugar levels. Right. And those two drugs were Actos and Metformin. Right. Now, for as long as I've been me, I've never had high blood pressure ever, right? My weight has vacillated up and down for as long as I've been me, right? But I never had a problem with uh, with blood pressure. Uh, what my doctor told me was that one of the side effects of each of these drugs is that it um, increases your blood pressure, right? Mm-hmm. So they also put me on lisinopril, uh, the lowest milligram that they could do to offset what the statin drug and the two sugar drugs uh, had done in raising my my blood pressure. So I'm taking blood pressure medicine because of those other drugs, right? Right, right. Um, And so it wasn't until uh, probably a second consultation that he gave me an analogy that I could understand. Um, He gave me an analogy of a car and the brakes on a car. Uh, So the organ that is supposed to regulate uh, sugar in the body is your pancreas, right? Mm -hmm. And, excuse me. So what he said was that your pancreas is the brake pad of your body, right? Mm -hmm. And he says, you know that when our car's brake pads get low, we go to the shop and we have those brake pads replaced, right? Right. It, Otherwise, you get the squeals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it puts back that sandpapery like stuff that then grabs on to you know the metal of your rotor, and it stops you. It, it stops you from being metal on metal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in a body, there's really no way to change the brake pad. Right. Your pancreas is that brake pad. There's no way to change it. And so the way they go about changing it is by giving you a different brake pad. And that brake pad is your liver. Most of the times, sometimes your kidney or your kidneys. And so these drugs utilize your liver as a filter for all of the uh, you know, the sugars and, uh, they also try and open up your muscles because your muscles are supposed to basically eat the sugar and let that be their energy. Right. 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 Um, but something in, uh, type two diabetes gets that whole thing thrown off so that your, uh, muscles are not doing that open up 
type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so you just have all of this sugar in your, uh, in your bloodstream, your blood becomes kind of like molasses and you're always kind of, you know, just kind of drag, you know what I'm saying? I kind of think of it like, uh, (laughs) like when you want to get into a VIP lounge and the line is just like backed up around the corner because the bouncer won't let you in if you're not cute enough. (laughs) That's how I think of it. Like your insulin helps you to get you in the door. Right, right, right. You can like party it up. Right, 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 right. I don't know. You know, I've never had that uh, issue. They always let me in. So uh. (laughs) it's because you got the guitar on your back. Oh, is that what it is? Is Instruments to be like with the band, you know, I got you. I got you. I, I will tell you that those were the initial drugs. Uh, and that was, uh, what that was probably 10, 15, almost 15 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And now those drugs have changed and they've changed, uh, for uh, a couple of, uh, reasons. And, um, you know, we can probably talk about that uh, a little later, but, but I have a completely different regiment, um, now, uh, that, um, is a a little more tax taxing. Um, but, uh, is, is supposed to, you know, be better at, at this age and stage. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so I'm curious to know, like, so it sounds like you didn't really have any side effects initially. Um, Oh yeah, I did. did, Oh, you did? (laughs) Oh yeah, I did. And the, the one drug that I had side effects, um, from was metformin. Oh no, I meant, I meant, um, diagnosis wise before you got. Oh yeah. No, there were no symptoms. There was nothing to indicate that anything was wrong. I was playing basketball three days a week, you know, at, at lunchtime I was eating whatever I wanted to, you know, I I had no symptoms of which I was aware. Right. Sound familiar folks? Wear your mask. Just kidding. Not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm curious to know, uh, you already, already touched on it. So now that you were, um, you know, you just happen to be at this health fair trying, trying to get the free swag everywhere. Yeah. Um, you do all the tests and they come back saying, Hey, by the way, you know, you're kind of in these pre-stages of diabetes. They throw you on four different medications. Um, and so, uh, since you already touched on it, I, I am curious to know like how the side effects, you know, affect how the side, how you felt about the side effects uh-huh. and kind of what was your mental state in dealing with them? Cause it's, uh, I don't know about you, for me, it was really taxing at first of yeah. like, why do I feel so crappy? I'm angry at everybody kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 So for me, uh, I had one primary, um, well, no, I'll I'll say two, one that stuck out pretty immediately. And that was uh, a direct result of taking metformin. Uh, metformin messed with my stomach, made me completely nauseous. Uh, you said this was a safe place. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, gave me the runs, Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, all of that. And, um, I'm pretty, uh, medication tolerant, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't have a lot of, um, uh, reactions, uh, to medications. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it was, it was a little bit of a surprise to me. And I, you know, went back to my doctor and I was like, Hey, this ain't really working. And initially he was saying, okay, we'll just fold it in with food or sandwich it in with food. Eat, you know, eat the first part of your meal, then take the metformin and then complete your meal, which kinds of, you know, sandwiches it in that didn't really do it for me. Mm-hmm. And so what they ended up doing was, uh, moving me to a different, uh, 
it, it's still metformin, but it's an extended release metformin. So you don't get the, you know, the big drop yeah. all at one time. That's and, what I have too. Yeah. And that leveled me out. That uh, got me back to a place where um, it wasn't really messing with my stomach so bad. Same. Yeah. I, yeah. I literally had the same reaction. Um, they started me out on just metformin by itself. Yeah. Um, and I remember you telling me this as I'm driving home or yeah. at least driving to go pick up my prescription, um, about the stomach stuff. And I had the same issue. I had to get a medical accommodation actually, because I was going to the bathroom so much, sure, sure. um, at work. And so, um, that's also what led me to extended release. I started out on metformin and then my doctor didn't want to up the metformin since it was messing with me so bad. Sure. Um, so she had a glipizide yeah. uh, along with it and that helped. Um, and then I switched doctors um, and I was just still uncontrolled. A lot of that was just me <laughs> not, yeah, right. uh, not being consistent. Uh, but then I also moved to, um, took me off glipizide, put me on the extended release Um and actually, most recently, I'm now back with glipizide, but with the extended release, and that seems to have helped because I've been hovering in that like 180 phase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm kind of starting to see a trend down into kind of normal numbers. So yeah, yeah. Um, there hopefully was, I can come off. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. There was one other uh, side effect that um, I, I backed into. I didn't really realize that the two were tied and that was with my eyes, right? Mm, uh, yeah. So I've worn glasses for as long as I can remember. And, um, you know, in my probably late 30s, I switched to contacts, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm doing my, my yearly checkup. And in addition to my yearly checkup, now I'm doing a diabetic uh, checkup as well uh, for the eyes, uh, which is really smart. If anybody out there has um, uh, type two, you definitely want to keep your eyes uh, checked and you want to have that uh, that diabetic check where they put the drops in that, you know, you've got to get somebody to drive you, whatever that allows them to look at the back of your eye and see if there's damage to the veins and the arteries and stuff like that. We all want to see. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, what I found out was that I was frustrated with my glasses because, you know, I'm at the house. It's dinner time. I'm dropped in front of the TV, uh, me and your mom and Voyagers on because, you know, we're big Star Trekers. Right. Mm -hmm. And I keep having to adjust my glasses like I'm an old person, pull it down to the end of my nose, push it all mm -hmm. the way up. Right. And I can't seem to get clear vision and my eyes are kind of watery. Right. Mm -hmm. And I change prescriptions and it's still, you know, messed up only to find out that when your sugar is high, then you get this kind of think of it like a, a thick saline, right? Mm -hmm. In your eyes, right? And then you go and you do the eye exam and the eye exam gives you your results based on that. Ooh, I got this gooey stuff in my eyes and they're trying to provide extra clarity based on that. Now they don't know that you have the gooey stuff in your eyes, but you do. Mm -hmm. right? right. Right. And so then you get a bad prescription and then you get home two weeks later and the same glasses that was working, you know, three days ago, now that your sugars are controlled, right mm -hmm. now it's jacked up. Right. 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 So, so that was uh, that was another side effect that uh, that gave me pause. And that was probably the first time that I really um, started thinking, OK, this thing could be serious because I'm just going along, getting along, doing my normal everyday thing. And this thing could blind me 
if I don't, right. you know, if I don't manage it right. So, you know, that was, that was the other, you know, side effect, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, you mentioned already that your, your medication regimen is a lot different. Yes. And, and I know that we had touched on it, um, right before you actually transitioned. Right. Um, cause you were traveling a lot, uh, a lot of stuff going on. We could still go outside, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. all these things. <laughs> Those um, were the days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, so you transitioned from taking oral medication to insulin. Right. So I'm curious as to what led up to that and, how that's been working for you physically and then, you know, kind of where your mental state has been since taking insulin. Yeah. So uh, basically what happened was a, was a combination of things, right? So we start with what everybody, the common denominator that everybody has, and that is life happens, right? Mm -hmm. So my job uh, was really, really stressful. Uh, the company that I worked for had just been wholly purchased by another, you know, larger pharmaceutical company. And that transition was exceedingly difficult. Uh, and so lots and lots of stress uh, on top of not having the greatest diet. I wasn't horrible, but, you know, I didn't have the greatest diet and coupled with the, you know, uh, days of playing basketball at lunch were over because we had too much work to do. You couldn't go out and do the thing. And by the time I got off work, uh, even though for a long time, your mom and I were going to the gym after work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, that got tiring. I've never been a gym person, right? right. Um, you know, when we had PE back in school, the only time I enjoyed it is if we were playing like kickball and or we were doing, so, we were playing, not calisthenics, you know, not, right, not the right. exercise part of it, but the, the fun side of it. And I feel the same way about uh, the gym. It's just, it's just not my thing uh, unless I'm doing something fun, right? That just right. so you, happens you to be exercise. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so life happening, the addition of stress, which I didn't know was a significant uh, um, input or increaser of your uh, levels, right? Mm -hmm. um, the actos that uh, we were using to control my sugar, it just stopped working. My body got used to it. It just stopped working. And so uh, my numbers went astronomical, right? Mm -hmm. to, to levels I had never, ever been to before, right? Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. So I would get up in the mornings and, um, you know, go walk a track uh, before starting my day, right? Uh, 30 minutes to an hour walking a track, right? And in doing that and changing my food habits, my numbers were still crazy, Right. Right. And so uh, went to the doctor and he's like, yeah, we're going to have to get these numbers down. Right. And he says, we're going to have to take pretty drastic measures uh, to get you down. The Actos is not working anymore. And oh, by the way, uh, there is something on TV now that says Actos can cause cancer. So mm, uh, we, <laughs> we think we want to pull you off of that. Right. And so the switch was uh, for my statin drug that lowers cholesterol. They changed me from Crestor to a generic called Simvastatin, right? Same as Zocor, uh, uh, Simvastatin. For Actos are the sugar med. Uh, they took me off Actos and they put me on Lantus Solo Star Insulin. 
25 mm-hmm. units, right? Uh, and uh, for people who don't um, you know, know exactly what that means, that means that once a day, uh, I have to get a pen out of the refrigerator, put a short needle on it, and inject myself with 25 units of, uh, of insulin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my metformin, he kept me on metformin, uh, but he put me on a slightly uh, smaller dosage because, you know, we added the insulin. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the initial round of that brought the numbers down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but not enough to, you know, be in, you know, their range of, of okay, right? Right. And then it had another side effect in that it shot my blood pressure through the roof, right? Mm. Now, um, they would never admit that the reason that my blood pressure went up so high was the insulin. They would never admit that, right? right? Even though I brought that to them and said, hey, here's the thing that has changed, right? Uh, you know, troubleshooting in IT and troubleshooting the body. It's the same process, right? Right, process <laughs> you know, elimination. This what changed, <laughs> right? You know, so it should be that. And it wasn't, I didn't get confirmation of that until it was time for my just regular colonoscopy, right? You get my age, that, that's something you just normally have to do, right? Right. And before they could do it, they're like, wow, your blood pressure is way up there. What's changed? Right. I told them about my meds and everything. And uh, they said, you need to talk to your GP, your general practitioner, because Mm -hmm. it is a known thing that this insulin can raise up your blood pressure. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I went back to him and he says, the reason that your blood pressure is so high is because your sugars are so high. If we get your sugars down, then your blood pressure will come down. I said, I will take 10% of that, right? But my sugars are not so much different than they were before. And my blood Mm -hmm. pressure has never been this high, right? Right. And so to uh, address that, they put me on an additional blood pressure medication, not not an increase of the existing one, but an additional one. Now, this is where I'm going to switch and I'm going to talk to the men for a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, bruh. This kills your sex life. When you have two different blood pressure medications that you're taking and you have uh, the silent killer of type two diabetes, which is attacking your uh, arteries, which and your veins, which feed blood to you know where. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> trust me that that's a problem. Right. And. Right. When that happens, um, you know, if you're like me, remember I told you up top at the very top of this, I'm relational, right? Right. So right. this is where I'm saying, not just no, hell no, we ain't getting <laughs> yeah. ready to go out like that, right? <laughs> I ain't pushing the walker, ain't I'm trying to swing in on the vine, right? Right. And right. so um, we we pushed him, and in pushing the doctor, uh, he says, "We're going to put you on one more drug." Yes, 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 yes. And I misunderstood because I thought this one more drug was going to be a super drug and it was going to, you know, come in with the cape on and everything. And I would just have to take one thing, you know, maybe two things and get rid of some of this other stuff. No, it's in addition to all of the other things. And that is Trulicity, Mm -hmm. uh, which is also a shot. Mm -hmm. And uh, the shot hurts. 
this particular mm-hmm. shot hurts. Uh, the insulin shots don't hurt really because it's a really, really short needle. Yeah. Uh, uh, drugs like Trulicity, which, you know, if we have to talk about if drugs are good or bad or whatever, Trulicity is a wonderful drug, especially if you're an, an older person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to address um, uh, type 2 diabetes, it's a once a week shot. And it comes in a pen that's already, you know, prepackaged and ready to go. You know, I have to actually adjust my insulin, the number of units and, you know, give myself a shot very much like you would if you went to the doctor. Mm -hmm. This uh, Trulicity pen is already ready to go. All you do is uh, take the little cover off the bottom, turn a knob and, you know, uh, pinch an inch and, and put it up on your, you know, I take mine in my stomach, you know, mm-hmm. uh, put it on your stomach and press a button and it automatically, you know, pops the needle into you, pulls the needle out of you, uh, you know, that, that whole little process. Uh, but it has to go deep, which means that the needle is, is fairly long. Yikes. And, and I'm just going to tell you that hurt. That yeah. hurts. It continues to hurt. Today is my day, uh, you know, to take that shot. So at four o'clock mm-hmm. today, I got to go and do that. And so um, it's something that I dread. Oh, I, I remember absolutely that I, when I saw you last weekend. It. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> you were like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. And so I've I've even gone so far as now I get one of the uh, get an ice pack out of the freezer uh, wrap it in a, in a Kroger bag, right. And put that on the spot where I'm going to take the shot, you know, to just try and numb it. I'll hold it there for like five minutes or so, or yeah, may, maybe yeah. even longer to try and numb that, uh, space so that it's not so, uh, it's not so painful. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I say that just because again, from, from a guy perspective, uh, the addition of the, um, lisinoprils and, and the amlodipines, which are the, uh, blood pressure medications, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, the addition of those, um, messes with your blood flow and the, uh, type two diabetes, right. Messes Mm -hmm. with your blood flow. One of the reasons they call it the silent killer is that you don't really feel it, but all of that sugar is attacking arteries and veins. And so any connector is mm-hmm. getting jacked up, right? So your eyes are getting jacked up and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Your feet are getting jacked up and you don't even know it. You'll get a cut on your leg and what used to uh, heal in just a couple of days. Now, two weeks later, it's still kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's still kind of there, you know, it just kind of slows that whole thing. Anything with circulation can be impacted. And, and the challenge is that as you get older, right, it's your organs, right? Because mm-hmm. you're using your uh, liver, with these medications it to replace your pancreas. You're using your kidneys to replace your pancreas, right? And you're putting all these meds in there that are, you know, making that thing fire off. That can't be good long-term. It just can't right. be good long-term. So uh, if I were to say anything to, you know, to my boys, uh, I would say, bruh, um, change up, change up your eating habits, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you have to, uh, you know, cold Turkey, you know, but was the Bible say all things in moderation, right? Right. Uh, you got, you got to learn to, uh, uh, push back from the plate a little bit. And though, uh, you know, like for me, 
I was little bitty all of, you know, all my upcoming, I vacillated up and down, but for the most part, I was the height that I am now five, nine, and I was 135 pounds and I could eat anything and right. never gain weight. Right. Till I met your mom, but that's a whole nother thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, having that norm, being able to eat, drink, whatever you want, and then having to vastly change that it's, it's hard, you know, and, uh, I, I like food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah. I like food that tastes good. Right. Right. And right. so, uh, it's definitely been, uh, a challenge. I'll say one more thing in a hush. Uh, and that is on the, on the mental side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, frustration is a, uh, a real thing you know, mm-hmm. the trulicity thing, uh, having to having the insecurity of, you know, knowing whether, Hey, am I going to be able to perform or not? Right. Right. Um, right. you know, that, that is, um, that, that works on you, right. Mentally. Yeah. And, um, you know, never thought I'd be talking about sex with my daughter. Right. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> sex is very much a mental thing. Yeah. 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 It's something you do physically, but it's a mental thing. And it if the mental have, yeah. ain't right, bruh, it ain't happening. Else. It ain't happening. Yeah. And so this, this, um, uh, disease silently, uh, attacks, not just going after that area, but think about it. What's the requirement? You need blood flow, right? Mm-hmm. And if your arteries and your veins and everything are being placked up, right? Mm-hmm. Are being, you know, um, messed up, right? It just doesn't work. And you can go to urologist, you can go to all of these different, you can go and get on Facebook and, oh, hymns, there's all them pills I could take. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ain't none of that going to help. If if the wiring is jacked up, ain't none yeah. of that going to help. Right. And so you can't replace it. No, it's not you like can, a renovation project. <laughs> no, no. And so I, that's one of the things that uh, I wish I had known early on. Because like yeah. I said, I, I was doing the go along, get along thing for probably 10 years before I had a clear understanding of what the medications were doing and what the long term side effects uh, could be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the first thing that that freaked me out um, was, you know, my, my first doctor was just like, yeah, this is, you know, most people I just put them on metformin and they're usually good. And I'm like, for how long? Like forever, like <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, liver <laughs> failure is a thing with this drug. You know that, right? right so like, right. why would I? You know, and and especially for me, um, you know, I was coming out of 25. Yeah. You know, when I found out, and, and there was no pre for me, it was just like, nah, you dare. <laughs> you <know laughs> Tell what her I mean? what she's like, won, Bob. <laughs> there was no getting around that. Right, right. Um, so it's definitely, uh, and we've had countless conversations about like just the mental switch that you have to do. Yeah. Um. Because as, as much as you want to, or at least speaking for myself, as much as I want to like not allow time to push me away from things, because, you know, there's, there's that angst of like, I need to get this done now. Otherwise, like world fall apart, sure, you know, sure. and especially being a list checker of like, I need to check off all these things. I need to complete these things. I need to accomplish something to feel valuable. Right. Right. right, right. Um, and so when it's something so potentially longstanding it's hard to turn that part of your brain off and be like, Oh my God, you know, this is it. I'm stuck like this for life. It is what it is. Let me just decline. You know? And so <laughs> right, it really right, does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like that, that intense mind over matter thing of like, 
now that you know, every step that you take against that, you know, is, is completely adding to the fact that you can't replace any of this stuff. So I can either make sure that eight o'clock I stop eating and snacking, you know, cause that's my big issue is I'll actually get my routine down. I'll even get taking my meds, you know, um, at the same time and, and consistently down. Sure. Um, but then I want to go hang out with folks Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. when we could go hang out with folks, you know, or, or right, maybe hop right. on a zoom, you know, and, and have a happy, a late night happy hour thing. And now I'm hungry because I'm, I'm up so long. Sure. And you know, I'm not about to sit here and cook a whole healthy gourmet meal, like at 10 o'clock at night. No, you know what I want? I want to favor that P Terry's burger. Cause P Terry's is a shit. Yeah. And that's what I like, <laughs> you know, right, right. And, and, and have the greasy fries and, uh, you know, I haven't had a soda in how long, you know, it'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. You, know? you start having and, those carb, <laughs> those oh, yeah. carb cravings. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, I took my meds. But she didn't give it any chance to work because your body needs to process. And fun fact, sugar takes a very long time to process. Yeah. So the earlier you have it, the more time your body has to process it out. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have the right proteins and complex carbs along with it, they need uh, and fat. All of them need to work together to process all of that. So if you're just binging sugar, essentially you're right back at square one, you know yeah, what I mean? So that's yeah. the mental game. That's always so tough. Yeah. Um, I've talked to uh, some older folks uh, that uh, are in the family that uh, have uh, uh, type two and they have a, um, a wrong thought process about their medication. <laughs> they think that if they take their medication, then they can have whatever they want. Right. right. They think right. that uh, the medication is the solve for uh, diabetes. It's not. All it's yeah. doing is trying to help your body regulate some stuff. Right? right. So if you're not changing your habits and you're still doing fried chicken and, you know, uh, whatever else uh, that is your is your thing. Right. Uh, and then you just throw in some pills on top of it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that ain't working. Right. Right. And um, the older that you get, the tougher uh, this disease becomes. And so a lot of the times the reason why they quickly put you on these medications is that uh, the thought process is I don't want the pipes to rust. So right. if I can go ahead and start them on this regiment, right, that'll prevent the pipes from rusting so that when they get older, we're not having to put them on a dialysis machine because their kidneys have completely failed because we didn't balance them, you know, throughout the, the time. And yeah. So, you know, it's, Catch 22. Yeah. Yeah. Cause especially like being told, Oh, you're young. You know, we caught it so young. Yeah. And so you should be okay. And I'm like, here I am at 30 now yeah. and I'm still trying to get a handle on it because for, for at least the first two years, I just wanted to be in my late twenties. You know, I wasn't really taking it as seriously because a, there was no one around me, but you guys to really go off of. And, yeah, and yeah. we don't live the same lifestyles. Like at 25, 26, I'm doing something completely different than what you and mom were doing. You guys had me and Carissa. And so, yeah, yeah. um, it's, it can definitely be hard when you want to still be and do and socialize. Yeah. Um, but now you're having to treat yourself like you're older almost, because that's what it feels like. It's like, I'm so young yet. I'm having to do all these things that I don't expect to do until I'm 80. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it can definitely weigh on you, but I'm curious to know, like now that you you have this information, uh -huh. you know, um, 
kind of the things that, that need to take place to help at least scale you back as much as possible. Cause you know, you know, my goal is, is for both of us, um, to get to a place, um, kind of like mom, where we're like, we're able to at least if, if not come off of our meds completely and, and manage on our own Yeah. or basically once we've really gotten into that rhythm and routine of doing the right things by our bodies, um, it's amazing how I can reset itself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. I, and that's, you know, the ultimate goal is like, if I can reverse this, cause it's totally preventable. Sure. Right. And so if it's preventable, there's like a, a window of opportunity where you can get back to that place. Um, and so I've, I've shared that with you plenty of times, but I'm just curious as to what has been your personal goals, um, in managing your diabetes and, and where you would like to see yourself, um, and even what steps you've taken to kind of get to those goals. Yeah. I, I think, uh, in life we have to figure out how things work. Uh, you've heard me say this, uh, before I won't make it a race thing. I will make it a, you know, just a statement is that as a people, we are very, uh, okay with reading the headlines, right? Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily dig into the detail. Right. Uh, We just read the headlines and we'll run with that headline. Right. Uh, Right. And so my my goal has been one of my goals has been, wait a minute, stop. Figure out how this really works. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now when I go to the doctor, so I'm taking the pills because Mm -hmm. that's the quote unquote right thing to do. But as I'm taking the pills, I'm also doing all kinds of research on you know, natural things that I can do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, supplements that I can take that uh, don't have the side effects that maybe a metformin or a simvastatin has, right? right. Um, I've made conscious choices to most of the times drink water and, and I ain't playing. So yeah, most mm-hmm. of the times I'm drinking, uh, whether it's this kind of water or the uh, what's it called? The sparkling ice water, which mm-hmm. you have to be a, a little bit careful there. And uh, that's probably another frustration is that you have to learn more than you ever want about what you consume. Right. Right. Uh, right. Otherwise, you can get yourself jacked up and don't even know that you're doing anything wrong. So uh, my goal has been to take all the things that were <clears throat> normal. An example, I would go to lunch mm-hmm. and when I went to lunch, I would always have a sweet tea with whatever it is I had for lunch. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to do a sweet tea. I'm going to do water and I'm once I'm going to put some lemon in it. Right. And if I just make that routine change, then when the weekend comes, right. Mm -hmm. All things in moderation. Okay. Well, uh, I like angry orchard. Maybe I can grab me an angry orchard and, you know, watch a show and it's not going to be a thing where I am completely blowing my, you know, my balance. Right. 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 Um, uh, I'll tell you, know, we, we talk about partying a little bit, so I'll, I'll talk about, uh, alcohol. Alcohol is horrible, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, type two diabetes, but mm-hmm. what if you enjoy it? Right. So, <laughs> so, so if you enjoy it, um, then you have to choose, um, you know, you have to do a little research and say, which one, okay, is the brown stuff bad? Is the white stuff bad? Which one of these things does the least damage? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I've, uh, found out that for me, for Tony, mm-hmm. tequila is okay. 
Right. Yeah. Now, now I can't go and, you know, uh, go crazy with it. Right. My days right. of, you know, uh, college like partying, I can't I can't do that no more. Not if I want to you know, survive. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, in moderation, it's right. OK. I can have some tequila. But I had to do that research. Right. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily the same thing for for everybody. But uh, what I have learned is that my body responds very well to exercise. Now that's crazy because I hate to do it, right? Right. I was like, I wish mine did. Absolutely hate to do it. I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I I got this app for a little while that uh, would allow you to just not um, go through and filter what you eat, right? Mm -hmm. But to just put it down. And, you know, I didn't necessarily have to type it in. It listed out all of the stuff. And so I would at breakfast time choose all the things that I ate. And it would tell me how many calories I was throwing in, how much sugar I was throwing in. Right. And I found that, oh, you know what? I'm not so bad on breakfast. And I look at this lunchtime. I'm not so bad. So when it gets to nighttime, oh, look at how many calories I have left or look at how you know much sugar is balanced. So if I want to go to the um, I want to treat myself. I like ding-dongs, hostess ding-dongs, right? Mm -hmm. I throw them in the freezer, right? And every now and then I can go grab me one of those and know that uh, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not really hurting myself. I'm, I'm, I'm balancing out. So that's, that's kind of where my head is. What my goals are uh, is to, you know, better understand, um, you know, what this is doing and specifically how my body is responding so that I can adjust uh, accordingly. I can't say it enough. Exercise can be your friend because if I fill out that same app, but I went and I rode my bike for 30 minutes, okay, I just burned all of these calories that I could put back in the bank. Right. 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 (laughs) And so, um, you know, that, that, that is, uh, kind of, uh, you know, where, where my head is. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely agree. With, um, I think that's something that even as a society we're coming to more understanding about is like, you know, for, uh, for us, it's the, the food pyramid. Like all you guys knew in raising us is like, as long as we're meeting the food pyramid, I did a square, <laughs> I drew an air square and I meant a triangle. <laughs> but you right. get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, as long I get as you it. follow this, you know, we're fine. And it's, yeah. it's, it's so far beyond that. It is what works for your body. It's kind of like allergies in a way. Like sometimes you can have this other times your body's like, no, I don't want that. And and learning to recognize that as individuals is tough. I can't only imagine being parents like, okay, now I have other individual bodies that I need to kind of figure out what works for that. So how, how could you know know, what, uh, what we were eating and, and if it was affecting us, you know, that heavily or not. And so, um, that leads me to our, our final question. Yeah. Um, well, around this topic, I guess you would say. Um, so you've, you've shared a lot. Uh, I hope you guys can understand why I talk to my dad so much because he has such great insight and so eloquent in how he explains it. Um, very easy to digest what he says. So that's why I'm always in his ear all the time. Um, but I'm just, I would just like for you, if you could leave one tidbit, especially for um, male listeners, again, who um, may also be coming into um, either just now learning that they're diabetic or maybe they've been diabetic for a minute and they're just like struggling to to find some balance. Um, what advice or a or couple of pieces of advice uh, would you leave for those people? 
Yeah, I would say uh, there are two things. Uh, Thing number one, go to your doctor. Force Mm -hmm. yourself to go to the doctor because, you know, we don't like doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. But force yourself to get on a regular regimen of going to the doctor. But don't let the doctor be the I'll use uh, I'll use uh, biblical terms. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't let the doctor be your idol. And Mm -hmm. don't let what they say be your idol. Let them give you the information based on their knowledge or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you, sir, do your own research on you. There are lots and lots and lots of uh, supplements that you can take that will help with lowering so that maybe you don't have to take as many of the you know, the harsher meds, um, you know, that, that, you know, are suggested. Uh, mm-hmm. I am actually, you know, practicing what I preach the first week of September. There's a doctor in Atlanta that does an extensive blood uh, look at, right? So I'll mm-hmm. go to my normal physical and I'm asking my doctor, hey, when you send this off to LabCorp, Ask for all of these other things as well to look at on my blood. And when I give her the report, she can then say to me, okay, Tony, for you particularly, man, your vitamin K is way low. So Mm -hmm. get you some of that, right? And looking at a snapshot of you, uh, this is what you need to do because every person is different, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And the last thing I would say is it's hard to recognize that something has the potential to be very, very bad if it doesn't hurt. Right. right. If you hurting, you, of course, you're going to go to emergency care or doctor or something like that because you don't want it to hurt no more. Mm-hmm. This thing does not necessarily hurt, but it's doing hella damage. Right. Right. And so right. Uh, I would strongly suggest uh, my, my young my young men and, and my old guys get to the dang doctor, let them do those uh, assessments. And then uh, then you take it, take it from there. You know, you manage yourself uh, uh, accordingly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This was fun. <laughs> it <is kinda> fun <laughs> you should totally it? come back. <laughs> um, but, you know, until I have you back on the show again at a later date, if sure. people want to connect with you, um, learn more about the studio, all of that, um, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, probably the easiest way is to go to my website, which is we are eight, the number eight, we are eight studios.com. Uh, and there, uh, you'll have a, uh, connect with me or contact me, uh, option, uh, which will, uh, is a, is a Gmail account. Now I have Twitter and I have, uh, Instagram, uh, but you know, and me being a, <laughs> me being an IT guy, uh, I don't spend a lot of time on them. Uh, for uh, Twitter, I am uh, got some thing, not something, got something to say, got something <laughs> to say. Something was taken. <laughs> so got something to say uh, is me. And then on Instagram, it is Tony G, like great, Tony G dot Turner uh, on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely link all of that in the show notes. Um, But thank you for coming on and sharing all of your wonderful wisdom. I could not hoard it all for myself. Fun times. Um, I mean, I I 
I tried, but you know, it just wouldn't be fair. Um, would love to have you back uh, if you ever want to do a round two. Sure. But in the meantime, uh, be sure to go to weareightstudios.com. Check out Tony T or uh, AKA IT Tony T <laughs> for all of your corporate world. musical nerdy techie <laughs> things. Um, I love you and thanks for coming on. Oh, I love you right back. Enjoy the show. Thank you for having me and I will be happy to come back anytime. Oh, Oh, don't worry. It's getting penciled in. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next time. Gotta love dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I always enjoy my conversations with my dad. We uh, can talk for hours about a host of things and just continue to drop truth bombs on each other. And, um, you know, we are working on building our businesses and really branching out from the whole corporate life because um, you're talking about a man who I watched walk across the stage to get his bachelor's degree um, right before he turned 50. So... Um, it's possible everybody and I hope to have him back again um, and uh, even hire him because you know we are eight studios and uh, all the audio engineering things so if you need jingles if you need your music mixed or hey maybe you need your podcast mixed uh, I definitely hit him up um, so he can stop being a, a corporate man and be the music man that he wants to be uh, but be sure to check him out tonyg.turner on Instagram and I'll make sure to link all of his contact info in the show notes along with the website definitely check it out yes I'm being biased because I grew up in the studios with him but he definitely does some amazing stuff works with some amazing people and um, I guess I like that enough to share my daddy with y'all but anywho I'm heading out. I hope you enjoyed this season. Um, Thank you guys for all who have been listening, rating, subscribing, um, leaving me feedback, all the comments, everything. Like I truly do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. I've been working very hard on the show and you know, it's a little, little, little scary putting yourself out there and being heard and you know, exposing your soul a little bit, especially when you are still fighting the good fight of trying to make waves in your health and, and not let your health get the best of you. So thank you again. Uh, Don't worry, season two is coming. I won't leave you hanging that long. But uh, in the meantime, spread the word. The more listeners that I have, the more people that I know are out there and are benefiting from this, the more I can do. Take care, y'all.